Good afternoon, this is Father Toby on the Memorial of St. Nicholas with your word for today. And I want to begin with today's gospel, which is taken from Matthew chapter 18. Jesus said to his disciples, Tell me, suppose a man has a hundred sheep and one of them strays. Will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hillside and go in search of the stray? I tell you solemnly, if he finds it, it gives him more joy than do the ninety-nine that did not stray at all. Similarly, it is never the will of your Father in heaven that one of these little ones should be lost. So today is the memorial of St. Nicholas, our St. Nick and the inspiration for Father Christmas. Because of the help given to the poor, he is the patron saint of pawnbrokers whose insignia of three golden balls represents the three purses of gold he is said to have given secretly to a poor man who could not afford dowries for his three daughters. Pawnbrokers might not be a profession that we immediately think of when we think of help for the poor, but their service is often a lifeline to the poor in times of real hardship. And thinking of a saintly patron of pawnbrokers gives us occasion to think of the charity of St. Nicholas and the way that we carry out work that we might not immediately think of as godly, which for most people will be the reality of their everyday work. And the first thing I want to note is about St. Nicholas. Perhaps the dowry system was a terrible system that made women seem like a burden and a debt to be paid off. But he didn't just wait for the system to change. Rather, he entered into the immediate need of these three young ladies and through his gift to the father, helped them concretely in their situation so that they could be married. Catholic charity should be both and. Change the structures, but don't wait for the structure to change before helping. The second point is that I imagine there is a way of being a pawnbroker which genuinely helps the poor, and a way of doing the job that it stalks from them in an hour of need, which gives a desperate person less than what is just, simply because you can, because they are desperate. And this isn't just a lesson for the pawnbrokers. It should make us think about all our transactions, all our interactions. I remember someone once saying that it was terrible that their nanny could hardly afford to live in London. It didn't occur to them that they might pay their nanny more. When I mentioned it to them, they said that they were already paying the nanny the going rate and that it was just crazy the cost of housing in London they wouldn't pay more than they had to. In a completely different scenario, a friend told me recently about how wonderful his nanny was and when mentioning about employing her, um, he said that they sort of shared the, the, the nanny with another family and that when they found out how much the other family were paying the nanny already, they said that this wasn't nearly enough and told this other family that the only way they could come into the nanny share with them would be to pay her more than she was already being paid. The other family raised the rate that they paid her to. The charity of my friend's family spilt over. 
Do we do for others simply what we have to, what strict justice requires? Or do we look at their real need and think about what I might have been entrusted with that I might be able to give to them? I often think of the parable of the laborers in the vineyard, the men who were paid at the end of the day for a full day's work when they had only done an hour. We might think it was unfair on the men who worked the whole day, but rather the master saw the need of the men who had only done an hour, saw their need for a full day's pay nonetheless, and he gave them what they needed, not what strict justice required. It probably says something about us that sometimes we recoil against that idea. We think the people who did the full day should have been paid more as well. We often have a great sense of what's due to us and not so much what's due to others. But the lavish mercy of the owner of the vineyard should be the model for us in all that we do. Not to do simply what I have to, but to do what I can and should do. JFK once campaigned with the slogan, Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I wonder whether such a slogan would have real traction now. It should at least for us. Today's parable is an example of the lavish mercy of God. Just as it is not obvious that we should do all that we can do for others, rather than simply what we have to. If we come at today's gospel with fresh eyes, it is not obvious that the shepherd would go after the one lost sheep. From my own experience, I know that sheep are stupid. I've tried to look after them. They do dumb things and very quickly get themselves in incredibly perilous situations. I'd stay with the 99 and cut my losses. But the logic of this world is not the logic of God. You are the one sheep. I am the one sheep gone astray. And God pursues and offers his love. But not so that we might say, oh, that's nice. But so that we might do the same. And I want to leave you uh, now with this beautiful um, psalm, the Miserere Me Deus, as uh, set by Allegri, which speaks of the lavish mercy of God. <laughs> 